It's time for the Hockey Minute, your source for all of today's hockey news with some opinion. Strap in for the fastest news in the NHL. This episode is proudly brought to you by fucking nobody. We don't have any sponsors. Now, here's your hosts, Brandon and Ryan. And here we are. Welcome back to another episode of the Hockey Minute. I am your host, Brandon. With me, as always, my co-host, Ryan. Ryan, how you doing, man? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing good, buddy. I'm doing good. Have you heard of these uh, these murder hornets? This is the new thing. <laughs> like it's So, just for context, we're recording this early May. It's a beautiful day outside. I'm looking forward to getting outside after this. Absolutely. And I open up my phone and I read about murder hornets <laughs> and uh, some very scary photos. Yeah. And it just it just makes me think. What are we What are we doing here in 2020? <laughs> what uh, What's the next thing we can be afraid of? You mean? Well, I have a question about this, and and this is almost a rhetorical question, I guess, because it's just you and I talking. But if somebody knows the answer, please let us know. <laughs> How did these things get here? Because I've been hearing they're coming from Asia, and I feel like that's a long way to fly if you're kind of, you're coming across <laughs> the Pacific Ocean as a swarm of hornets. Like, how are they getting here? But then they're coming, you know, and then it's like, don't go outside because these things, they bite the heads off bees. It's like, well, yeah, but I'm a full grown human being. So <laughs> I'm not, I'm not overly concerned, yeah. but these photos look like they're coming out of like a John Wick movie, the way that they've got photos of these murder hornets. It's like extreme close ups, right, angry right. looking. I mean, like, I think any insect, if you get to that level, they look pretty metal anyway, right? Like, if you look at a fly <laughs> up close, it's pretty fucking scary. So I don't, yeah, yeah. I'm not too worried about it. And actually, I was on the internet, uh, which is a place nobody should go. And I, I saw a, <laughs> uh, a picture of uh, a murder hornet being allegedly murdered itself by a swarm of bees that were uh, overheating it. They were just piled on top of it, squishing that fucking thing. So Why did you say allegedly? Like, are these bees going on trial and we have to watch what we're saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Well, like, I'm... I'm, I'm not trying to slander the, uh, the the name of the murder hornet, right? If it's got murder in the front of its name, I don't want them thinking I'm, you know, trying to say it's not tough. It's self-defense for those bees. <laughs> That's it, exactly. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. We got a, we got the good, the bad, and the ugly for our news blast. Na, 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 na. We're going to start with the good. Sidney Crosby donates 100,000 meals to the Greater Pittsburgh Food Bank in COVID relief. Now we have the bad. The NHL and the NBA may be engaging in a bit of a turf war over having Vegas as a main neutral site for the playoffs. And the seriously ugly. The Capitals move to terminate the contract of Brendan Leipzig after hateful messages were leaked from a private Instagram chat. All right, on with the show. So, Ryan, let's, let's obviously start with the good here. I mean... Sidney Crosby can do no wrong, right? Like this, this man is is basically a hockey saint right now in in, in this world, and he just he's doing whatever he can to make sure he ingratiates himself with. I mean, every possible hockey fan. I'm sure Flyers fans are having a hard time hating him now, even. Yeah, he's squeaky clean too. He's he's a ghost on social media. He is. So I I used to just get sick of hearing about him about 15 years ago when he was this up and coming superstar and then he gets drafted by the penguins i'm a capitals fan there's obviously a rivalry there but yeah this this the stuff that this guy does and there's so much more that we probably don't even know right i think this this past season he won the all-star game was it this year or last year but either way he won the all-star game mvp so he wins a car and i i want to say he gave it to 
like a single mom or like a, somebody who just needed a car. Right. And I guess he tracked her down. And, and, and the thing is, he does this stuff anonymously. The only reason this story about the food bank got out, I believe, was because they actually wanted to, to make uh, a big spectacle about it just to kind of say this is this is just who this guy is exactly yeah so he's he's in on he's a i mean yeah he's a, he's a saint like I, I, it's impossible to hate him now and and the older i get the more i respect right. him yeah and, and just to, to touch on the car uh, he, he gave us the car that he won at the all-star game i think it was two years ago to uh, this woman madeline malizio and she's a, a single mom of three uh, basically uh going through putting herself through school so i mean crosby just found the the, the best uh you know, most needing person that he could find. And it actually kind of, it, it really reminds me of the, the Sedins when they gave, uh, I believe it was $4 million to the uh, the children's hospital in BC. Uh, yeah. And they, they wanted to remain completely anonymous. And the only reason it came out is because the children's hospital wanted to use it. And they believed that would, it would draw um, more donations and better PR if, uh, if it were public, which is why they allowed it. But I mean, yeah, just, just humble, great people. Yeah. And Sid, he's, he's, you know, he could run for governor in Pennsylvania. He'd he'd win in a landslide. Maybe not in Philadelphia district, but <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, yeah. I mean, especially right now with all the stuff we hear about owners, uh, which you know we don't really need to get into this because there's a lot of logistics to this. But some owners in different sports leagues are laying people off, or they're not paying their employees, and and everything. And and Sidney Crosby just quietly. And now we're talking about Sid. There's a lot of guys that have been doing stuff. Um, uh, you know, tons of guys are donating, whether it's meals or just money. Yeah. They're doing things. But but the fact that Sid just kind of does this stuff relatively um, consistently, and he, he does it anonymously, that's why he's that's why he's the king of the league, right? It doesn't. You can debate who the best player is, but I don't think you can really debate who the best humanitarian is because Sid is for all the money that he makes and all the fame that he has. He's taken. He's truly taken that Wayne Gretzky level of. I'm just going to do nice things for people. Right. I'm not going to make a big deal about it, yeah. and I'm just going to you know the two things in his life are hockey and then acts of charity for sure. So, so we move on to uh, the bad. And yep. and I'm kind of being I'm exaggerating a little bit here, but a tweet from Adrian Dater quote: "I'm hearing of something of a potential turf battle brewing between NHL and NBA over having Vegas as a main neutral site for playoffs." So, Brandon, I want to hear your thoughts on this because you'd think that Vegas may get the uh, the green light as they have a team there already, right. and Vegas is definitely going to be in the playoffs. But NBA makes a lot of money, and if it comes down to a bidding war. I don't know, man. It's not looking too good for the NHL because I don't think they can keep up with the finances. Yeah, I mean, I think that's exactly right. This, as far as the, the NHL, just finding a home for a neutral site. I mean, Vegas is great. Uh, obviously, players love to go down there. Um, just anywhere they can get in is, is going to be kind of ideal, I think, for them. As long as they can finish out the season, they'd be happy to play in you know Arizona or wherever they, they needed to. Um, I just I find it interesting that they don't have kind of first right of refusal for using the the arenas, considering they're the incumbent in in Vegas. I'm uh, really curious to see how that's actually going to play out over time, or if it is just a uh, a financial consideration. Now, it, I'll ask you this: if it came down to a literal turf war, so the NHL sends twenty guys, <laughs> the NBA gets sends twenty guys, yeah. we have a battle royale. Okay, so 
NBA guys, there's obviously they're going to be bigger. They're going to be taller. I mean, aside from maybe Chara and Tyler Myers, who wins though? Because I got to think if they, if the NHL says who like let's let's quickly run through this. Ryan Reeves, Tom Wilson, uh, Nick Delorier in Anaheim's a pretty tough guy. Yeah. I mean, I could see Tom Wilson going toe to toe with Kawhi Leonard and and actually doing some damage to Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard could palm anybody's head is kind of the problem. (laughs) That man has the biggest fucking hands I've ever seen. It's just, it's mind-boggling. But, I mean, uh, aside from Kawhi, you're you're a big NBA guy, right? So you've obviously seen a few of the dust-ups they've had over the years. And just, aren't they always a little bit embarrassing when they start to fight? Yeah, it's the only one that happened this year that actually was a legitimate sort of line, quote-unquote line brawl was Carl Anthony Towns, Joel Embiid. They got into a, a scuffle, and there were actual punches thrown. I mean, none of them landed. I think only one kind of grazed uh, Joel Embiid. But, yeah, like, for for these guys, they're, they're so big, but I just get the feeling like in a fight, they're 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 too uncoordinated to really cause some damage. Like if they send if the NBA sends their seven footers. Right. That's done. Dude. dude yeah. Ryan Reeves. No, no, I'm saying I don't think so. I think, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, Ryan exactly. Reeves, yeah, Ryan Reeves could just dummy these guys. Yeah. Uh, Tom Wilson and, and, and all the other guys I mentioned. I, I believe that if it came down to a legit, that would actually be just good entertainment. And I know the UFC, they're also talking about buying an Island. How about this? The UFC buys the Island and then it's a 20-on-20 just kind of weekend-long octagon match where the NHL, it's like, like, like it leads up to the title fight of LeBron versus, I don't know, who's a really tough superstar? Ooh, it's got to be Chara. Chara? Okay. Yeah. So Chara, yeah, actually Chara's a freak too. I think he grapples in the offseason as like just training. So yeah, exactly. LeBron, Chara, that's your title fight. And uh, I'm all for it. Char is actually bigger than LeBron, isn't he? Isn't LeBron like 6'8"? Yeah, yeah. char has got a couple inches and yeah. probably, you know, they're both freaks athletically. But uh, I don't know. My money's still on Char there. Like LeBron's quick, but I feel like Char, it's like once you get in his grasp, then then you're done for. Yeah, I mean, I, I look at Chara the same way that I, I look at Jaws from James Bond. There's just something off about that guy. I feel like he'd murder me without, you know, a second thought. It's the same face. Exactly. I'm, I'm pretty sure he was Jaws. That's true. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, so yeah, it will be interesting. Now, the one thing that, that we saw just a, a couple of days ago was the pr- uh, premier of British Columbia uh, wrote a letter, or well, he says he wrote, which makes me think he sent letters, which in 2020 is just funny to think about, <laughs> that that he would, uh, you know, he feels that Vancouver would be a good site, a neutral site. So yeah. That's exciting. I mean, it's a, yeah, they're still not going to let fans come to games, obviously, but right. I think it would still be exciting just for, for the city as well to to just have this be almost like another Olympics-type thing, have all the, you know, or a, a bulk of teams come here and maybe all the Western Conference teams come here and, and play. And and uh, I don't know, what are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Would you be down there just with your cell phone, just running up on guys on the street, just like, Brandon, hockey minute. Uh, tell us what you think about, and then they're just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, who is this clown? Uh, I, I I don't know, man. I mean, see, for me, I was I was downtown as much as I could be when the Olympics were here in 2010. 
that was a real special time to kind of be around the crowd and and be out and and you know like I'd hop on the bus to go home after a, after an evening and people were singing the national anthem on a packed bus and I just you know that's an experience that I don't think we're going to even come close to replicating e- even if it were the regular Stanley Cup finals and uh, everything was going as as normal I think the Olympics is just a special kind of event um, if we're having neutral site in Vancouver and restaurants aren't open to the same capacity that they should be and, and those kinds of things, I think it's going to put a real uh, kind of wet blanket over the whole experience. And I'd, I'd probably just grab a 12-pack and, <laughs> and watch from home, honestly. Well, and the, the exciting thing about this is that so our, our province is going to reopen here. They've announced in a, kind of a four-phase thing. Yeah. But i got to be honest, as much as I'm looking forward to getting outside, if they had – just games all day long from 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. start times kind of thing i would be i would be in heaven mm-hmm. I, I i as that's the, that's the best way for them to keep lockdown going yeah. for sure yeah <laughs> just like you got a bunch of hungry hockey starved people in, in vancouver yeah and i 100 percent would sacrifice a little bit of daylight if it meant that i got to watch essentially just days on end of hockey so yeah smart move by john horgan coming in in yep. the clutch he's he's helping the economy a little bit here too i would imagine the nhl would probably book up a bunch of hotels and and stuff yeah but yeah exactly that's maybe that's like the uh the tinfoil hat theory that you have there though it's like they're like well we're not we're not quite ready yet and with these murder hornets floating around yeah maybe if we just have the players come to vancouver it's like 100 percent people are going to stay in so that's uh that's that's one interesting thing i think about the the neutral site games is uh what are they going to do about the board mics i mean like as it stands they you know there's there's a lot of shit that gets said that they don't want people picking up but you know the crowd noise kind of muffles it well they're going to have 11 people in the arena outside of the actual players and you're going to hear everything on the ice are they going to have a delay what it like it's 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 going to be wild i think they'd have to have a delay or else they put it on hbo or something um I remember, this was randomly, I don't watch CFL, but I was watching a CFL game at the gym one day. It was the only thing on. And they had mics on the quarterbacks, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. And the guys, obviously ahead of time, I probably told, hey, just watch what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe there is a delay. But but watching it, I don't think I heard a quarterback. I watched you know a quarter and a half as I was uh, lumbering along on the treadmill. But I think... I don't think I ever heard anybody say anything bad, like no swear words, obviously, but it was just more guys were, it was interesting to hear the communication. So it would be an interesting thing to kind of maybe try it out, see if, if you could do that. They do that with all-star games and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah. In a live hockey game, it would, it would be really cool if, and you're right, they'd probably have to do some sort of a delay. Cause I feel like in a heated battle of Alberta, right. <laughs> Matt Kachuk and Zach Cassian are not going, Hey, how was your quarantine? Exactly. Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. But I'm, uh, I, I, I would honestly pay extra to hear the players on the ice. Like I would, I would pay a lot extra to be able to get that HBO experience of the kind of the unfiltered raw player uh, communication. I think that would just take it to a whole other level of, uh, kind of the fan experience at home okay so moving on to the ugly the capitals have moved to terminate brendan leipzig after some hateful messages were leaked uh from a a private uh, group chat that they had on instagram with uh, his i believe younger brother and uh another teammate and just to kind of set this up i mean Hey, 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 I'll stop you there you made it sound like the capitals are going to assassinate him you said they're going to terminate brendan leipzig oh Thank you. 
<laughs> they're terminating his contract. They're not actually going to take him outside behind the shed and put a yeah, bullet in Yeah, they're just firing him to Russia. <laughs> Enjoy the KHL scrub. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is a bit of a tough one, guys. Uh, it's, it's, it's extended beyond the hockey world, but it's definitely something that we need to touch on here. And, I mean, I'm, I'm really of two minds here. I have a, I have a hard time with... Uh, anybody losing their their position uh, after uh, you know some things that are private were leaked, but at at the same time, I mean, these are our role models for all of our youth, right? These are people that are held up to a really privileged position, and everybody who's in the NHL accepts that. I mean, they they kind of take that and uh, treat it as an honor, and uh, I mean. We're going to get into it for sure, but I mean, he was he was shitting on teammates, he was shitting on ex-teammates, teammates' wives, just hateful stuff. So, uh, Ryan, what uh, what were you thinking when you first uh, came across all this? Well, I'm going to, do you have any more thoughts? Because I have a lot, and I want to give you a chance to just speak before I jump into this. I mean, I, I guess the only, the only thing I, I really want to point out is that I, I don't, and I'm sure you feel the same, but I don't think that, that the comments of Leipzig represent anywhere close to what the average hockey player would feel. I mean, I, um, I, I try not to make everything about the Canucks, but I mean, I, I look at a guy like, like Bo Horvat, who, I mean, from all accounts, is just a stand-up human being. I look at the Sedins, you know, uh, Tanner Pearson. Uh, there's just, all of these guys are guys that, I mean, I've got two young daughters, and I, I hope that they end up with, with guys that carry themselves in the way that, that they appear to. Now, who knows, maybe Horvat, you know, beats his puppy or something when he gets home. I have a feeling that that's not the case, but it's just, I, I really want to make it clear that the, the actions of, of Leipzig and some of his scumbag friends throwing around some, some, some garbage insults that it really just looks like they're trying to make themselves feel better. I mean, honestly, like, Leipzig is a fringe, shitty NHL player, and when, when I watched him on the Canucks before, he had some talent. I mean, he had a killer junior career for the Winterhawks, but, uh, I mean, he just, he never seemed to really fit. And when he got the boot from Vancouver, I wondered, I, I remember thinking, like, there must be something more to his game, to his story that's going on. And then, you know, he's, he's trashing Britannon and the, the, the group of guys on the Canucks, and just any, anybody, apparently, that uh, he came in contact to, and... It, before I throw it over, there's just there's kind of a, a motto that I, I try and live by. And it's like, you know, if, if you meet one asshole, it could be them. If everybody's an asshole, it's definitely you. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. I mean, I just have so many. I've, I've, I've been up till 1, 2 in the morning reading about this story some nights as things progress. So... First thing I'm going to say, and this this is probably going to be the most controversial thing I'm going to say, which which I would I, I understand where people are going to come from on this. Hockey culture, I find it very fascinating that every time something happens involving hockey players, that it's somehow a big cultural thing. Uh, we have hip hop music, for instance, has way more derogatory stuff said about women than than hockey players, and yet we don't say anything about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the hockey guys, listen, I played for almost 20 years. Okay. So from age six to age 24, I played hockey. Now we'll take away the eight years from age six to age 14. Cause you're in elementary school. You're not, you know, there's, you're not even interested in girls. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing, nothing, no locker room talk in that case. <laughs> now age 14 to 24. So 10 years. Okay. I played with, 
between winter and summer hockey and men's league and, and different men's leagues teams, I played with over 100 guys easily, possibly even closer to 200. Now, I, I can sit here and tell you, when I was playing AAA hockey, I mean, yeah, there was one kid that I remember was always kind of, you know, and we were in ninth grade, right? So, he, you know, it was kind of just locker room talk. And it's like, well, nobody believed this guy because we're like, we're in ninth grade, man. You're not doing half the stuff you say you're doing. As an adult, yeah, were there games, uh, you know, on a Monday night at 1030 at night, you're talking about your weekends and a guy says, yeah, you know, I went to the bar and I, I picked up a girl. We went back to my place and... And we hooked up or we slept together, whatever adjectives you want to use. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no, that's not derogatory. That's just you saying, oh, that's what I did. If anything, we're roasting the guy because we're going, geez, she must have been blind to go home with you. <laughs> exactly. Right. And yeah. you touched on it. I think about Leipzig, the, the, two la- the, the last two teams he played for, Washington Capitals. Okay. Look at that leadership group. Ovechkin, Carlson, Holtby, Oshie, Backstrom, uh, Wilson. Uh, you know, guys like that, those are not guys that I'd be willing to bet my car that these guys are not in group chats talking about women to the level that Brennan Leipzig and his loser friends were. He played for the Canucks, the Canucks, you and I are Vancouver guys. Last 10 years, the Sedins, Luongo, Bieksa, Corey Schneider, uh, you know, guys like uh, obviously the new wave of Bo Horvat, Brock Besser. I just yeah. saw Brock Besser did a Zoom call with BC Children's Hospital the other day, exactly yeah. answering questions with sick kids. Like, are there are there instances like with what Austin Matthews did last year, last summer with the security guard at that apartment complex? Yeah, right. Is that is that a scumbag thing by Austin Matthews? Hundred percent, and it cost him probably the captaincy in Toronto, and they kind of swept it under the rug. But yeah, they did, to, yeah. to say that hockey culture, it, it, this is a common thing in hockey culture, there was a Twitter account, it's gone now, but I, I read the, the, the guy had 58 screenshots. I read all 58. I have never been in a locker room or in a group chat with guys talking to the extent that these guys were talking about. I mean, they, there was a, you know, I'll, I'll read a couple here. I don't want to get into the, the re- rereading these, but... Uh, this woman who, by the way, checked out her Instagram, she's stunning, right. but she's eight months pregnant in a photo and they're, they're, you know, they're talking about how she doesn't look good and everything like that. They're calling her, you know, fat and oink oink and stuff like that. Yeah. So way to go guys. Nobody's going to want to reproduce it with you. I mean, they kind of know how <laughs> you feel about pregnant women. Um, so, you know, that's, that's my first thought. The, the chirping, the teammates thing. I mean, in this context, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> I work in an office with a thousand people. I mean, yeah, you're going to run into people you don't like, but when you're calling guys, especially guys that are tougher than you, Garnet Hathaway, Jake Vertanen, oh and God. Nick Dowd, good old yeah. dummy, Brennan Leipzig, oh. and you're, you're saying these guys are losers. Um, so, the, you know, like I said, the hockey culture thing, I just, I don't buy that hockey culture caused this. I think this is a people issue. Any company with more than a thousand people, you're going to have people like this. I worked in banking. I could tell stories about my time working in banking that were just that would make your stomach churn. Yeah. And just the, the attitude that some people who found success in that industry, how they treated women, how they uh, treated their spouse, how they'd cheat on their spouse. Yeah. So I don't, I don't buy the argument that this, this was a hockey thing that caused this. Now, as I said, I'm not defending all hockey players. I'm sure hockey guys out there, they're doing stupid shit. And I, I won't defend those guys. I'm just saying... This is not to that level. Okay, so my second point is that 
hockey is a tight-knit community. It's a tight-knit culture, okay? The guys in the league are a brotherhood, right? They're all under the same PA and all that stuff. So a quick story here, and this is just, I can't go into it too much because it gives away my only connection to the NHL, and that's a six degrees of separation, so I don't want to burn this. But uh, So a couple years back, guy on Team A throws a cheap shot on a player on Team B, and Team B, they want to beat up the, the guy on Team A, but they, they can't get to him. The game ends. They don't get their retribution. A couple games later, Team A plays Team C. The same player on Team A throws a cheap shot on a player on Team C. Another guy on Team C goes out, beats the absolute wheels off of the guy on Team A. Players on Team B are then texting guys on Team C, saying, hey, thanks for doing that. We know it wasn't because of... Uh, what happened to our guy it's because of what happened to your guy but we we enjoyed watching that you know we enjoyed watching you just tune this guy up right exactly and i bring this up because brendan leipzig didn't just attack random people on instagram he was attacking players wives and i I look at tanner pearson being the prime kind of target of this uh, and his family dude tanner pearson first of all i looked up tanner pearson's instagram yep okay every photo he's got in the last two or three years is him uh, with his sister talking about how he's excited to be an uncle. He's got pictures of his family, his pictures of his dog, pictures of him thanking the LA Kings right. when they traded him to Pittsburgh for yeah. all the time that, that they invested in him. Then he had a picture of him and his dad. I guess they ran into each other in, in the airport when he got traded from Pittsburgh to Vancouver. And he thanked the city of Pittsburgh and the organization. He was only there like a year. Yeah. So you're looking at one of the true nice guys in the league. I haven't heard a single bad thing about him, not just from his teammates, but just people that have come across him in public have always just, nobody said, oh yeah, he's a prick in real life. Right. And, and so Brendan Leipzig goes after his wife and is, you know, and makes some, some comments. I'm not even going to repeat because it just disgusts me. Tanner Pearson was with the uh, LA Kings for a long time. He won a cup with Kyle Clifford and Jake Muzzin, who both play for Toronto I bring up the story of the team A, team B, team C, because that's that's the mentality guys have. And I wouldn't put it past a guy like Kyle Clifford to go, hey, I like Pearson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they, you know, he's a great guy. Won a cup yeah. together. If Brennan Leipzig was playing with the Capitals, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that, forget playing Vancouver. They play Toronto. I, I, I could see Clifford and Muzzin going, we're going to be extra tough on Leipzig tonight. Absolutely, yeah. And I think a lot of guy, a lot of guys in the league, there's a line that you don't cross. You can trash talk a guy for a variety of different reasons, but when you start bringing wives into it, that's crossing a line, and it's it's sets you up to just have a really rough night. And to top it off, his two line mates, two of the toughest guys on Washington, were also being made fun of in these group chats. If I'm Garnet Hathaway. Who, by the way, uh, just I think he did something with a kid that was making masks. I, I can't remember exactly the story there, but he does a lot of work as well with police and military. He's a big, uh, big proponent of, of looking after those those industries. Yeah. If I'm Garnet Hathaway and I see Kyle Clifford jump Brendan Leipzig, am I in a rush to get in there? Oh, buddy, you're you're taking the longest, most circuitous, circuitous route you can find. Absolutely. Which is is, is kind of I might. Be- oh, sorry, buddy. I was just. Yeah, I'm going to let you continue. I just I just wanted to say I, I think a lot of us actually wish that Leipzig wouldn't uh, have been terminated by the Capitals just to see the fallout, right? Just to watch the fucking popcorn eating drama that would occur uh, when he played every team. It would almost be like uh, what's happening with uh, the MLB and the Orioles, right? With their their cheating with the Astros, Orioles? yeah. Astros, Astros yeah. yeah yeah and that's and that's exactly my point I was going to bring up is that a lot of guys I think if you ask them 
they would go, I mean, those Leipzig comments were disgusting in general, but when you start attacking a guy's wife, like, yeah. and as I said, these guys, first of all, I don't get why any of these guys have any opinion on how someone looks. I mean, I looked up all these guys. They're, this isn't a group chat with Roman Yossi and Henrik Lundqvist. These guys are all guys that if it wasn't for hockey, they would be oh, I, yeah. uh, single as single as all hell. I mean, they're, they're not lookers. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so the fact that these guys are out and, and saying these things about teammates' wives, I think 100% guys, even if they didn't know Tanner Pearson, would be going, that's crossing a line, you don't do that. And they'd be jumping him you know jumping in there my last point on this i know this has been long-winded guys is that the people i feel sorry for you know i feel sorry obviously for tanner pearson and his his family because they don't need that they don't deserve that i feel bad for the women that were involved i want to give a shout out actually to nicole zajac she was interviewed by uh one of the uh canadian news um companies up here right and and she she turned this into a positive because her her instagram is full of body positive stuff and she was one of the girls that was named in this group chat and and she just totally brushed it off and her instagram is really inspiring if you you guys go take a look i feel bad for the girls in this you know and like i said i saw 58 screenshots there were some girls that looked like they were 20 years old that they're going to open up their social media they're going to see themselves get tagged in these these conversations i don't even know if they know these these guys at all right but You've got two young daughters. I've got two uh, two young nieces. Like, this is the kind of stuff. Like, we wonder why society has an issue with with kids not having any self esteem, right? You look at Instagram, especially, and I yeah. we're on Instagram. I mean, I run the Hockey Minute Instagram channel. I, I don't like being on Instagram when it comes to the 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 girls that have their you know their photos doctored. You know, they they remove any sort of blemish on the skin and then you get people that jump on there thinking that's reality and you got girls that are posting pictures of themselves just out at a park with their friends and these hockey guys are oh you know she's ugly she's shrek she's this that's that's the lowest of the low and it just does nothing positive and i feel bad for the girls that that had to go through this and I hope that they're they're doing okay. I hope that they're able to get through this. And I, I really hope that all these girls named in this were messaging each other, just supporting each other. Uh, because, like I said, a couple of them I saw were just kind of making fun of the whole thing, going like, "These guys are losers." Like I don't care what they have to say, but that's yeah, not going to be all of them. Exactly. Like, and, and, and I have to imagine that for some of these girls, that that did hurt to see that. And so I do feel bad for them. And I, if, you know, hopefully that they get the support that they need and, um, you know, for Pearson and his wife too. I mean, they don't, you know, they don't need that. So it's overall, it's disgusting. And I've gone on about this long enough. I'm glad that Brennan Leipzig was terminated, uh, his contract from the caps. I, I really, yeah. you know, he's not coming back. He's not going to be in the AHL. If he is, he's, he's screwed. Cause guys are going to, you think NHL guys are tough. <clears throat> AHL guys are even tougher. And and so he's yeah, he's pretty yeah, much exactly. done in North America. Yeah. He'll have to play for for way less money than he ever oh, could yeah. have made here uh, over in Europe somewhere. His brother gets kicked out of school. I don't have a problem with that. People are kind of saying, "Well, how can you you know how can you do that?" Everybody now is a brand. You're a representation, whether you like it or not. If you're on social media, you're a yeah. representation of yourself and your employment. And if you're in school, dude, you're getting kicked out. I haven't heard anything about yeah. Jack Roadwald at this point. I, I know he's he's in the Florida Panthers no. system, I believe, uh, or Ottawa Senators. I'm not sure which, but 
I haven't heard anything about him, but I'd have to imagine he's in these chats too, and he's he's making some comments to drug use and how he's, you know, how he he views women and treats women. Uh, buddy, you're done. Yeah, and I mean he's going to carry that for sure. Yeah, and yeah. and it was uh, there was a quote from a coach in the MJHL Manitoba Junior Hockey League that said it's disappointing, but these guys also got to remember. Brendan Leipzig was Brendan Leipzig's the most famous guy in this group chat, and he's not even that famous. So if if from here till the end of time, exactly. if you Google yeah. Brendan Leipzig, this is what's going to come up. So the, the, these guys have effectively yeah. ruined their lives. They've they've completely shown their their views and their cards yeah. on how they view women. And um, like I said, I mean, they, no no woman is going to want them after this, and that's that's completely screwed them too. Because maybe they do go on yeah. a retribution tour. I doubt it. I mean, I, the funny thing about that that tweet or whatever you want to call it that was posted by Leipzig, that I read the messages. He's half literate in these group chat messages, and then all of a sudden he's got some eloquent thing, obviously written by a PR firm or his agent. Like, oh yeah, exactly. I was actually going to mention that. Yeah, that's a hundred percent legalese for I fucked up. Can you help me? Yeah. So uh, there's no coming back from this. So, and the, you know, the internet never forgets. And we talked about it with Bill Peters on, uh, on our last week's news break, him getting hired in the KHL. And I said, you know, we, we, you know, it's been 10 years. Maybe we give him a second chance, right? Sure. If these guys can turn it around, if they can genuinely turn it around, then I'm willing to give them a second chance. But right now, <laughs> I mean, they, they're only mad they got caught. Yeah. And, and that's, and, that's the thing. So and one one thing I wanted to mention that uh, I'm not sure was made clear by me before is with the the Tanner Pearson stuff. Like he was never a teammate with Brendan Leipzig, like ever. They they were on the same teams, but they never played together. So he's he's basically commenting on players that he doesn't actually know and their wives. Like it's 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 like Bill Peters going on Instagram and just calling random people the end bomb. Yeah. Like it's 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 a big. It's it's a far cry from the Bill Peters stuff, and I'm not defending Bill Peters. I just I think that there's a lot more hate in the stuff that uh, is coming out from the the Leipzig camp. Yeah, it's hate and it's arrogance, and it's just like like I said. I mean, you gotta wonder what at what point did these guys think that this was okay, that this was a normal thing to do? Because Brennan Leipzig's 26 years old. Yeah, and and like I say, he's not some 18 year old. He's not some eight. He's not he's not an 18 year old coming to the NHL on an entry level deal making couple million a year and has always been told he's great he's had to grind it out i mean i'll give him credit yeah he's played almost 200 nhl games i don't think he's been in the ahl the last couple of years he's just bounced around teams like he's had yeah. a decent fourth line career in this in this sense and he is a player yep but the thing is is that you're not good enough to have you know this this type of uh, uh saving in your career and it doesn't matter what you do for for any sort of um therapy or anything like that yeah. but i just question where did this come from right and i i wonder about leipzig's parents like yeah <laughs> hey you know like what are they thinking right now right they raise two kids that are in these horrific messages like yeah is it the parents or is it just the fact that these guys thought i walk on water and the you know these are never going to be seen and i can have these views and yeah I don't know. I mean, we. I've gone on long enough. I'll kick it over to you. But yeah, just I, my main thing is just I hope that that all the um, I'll call them you know victims in this case. I hope that they can all find a way to move on and, and lean on each other moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think that's absolutely right. I, I think the only thing I wanted to add is actually something that you mentioned when we were talking uh, before we started recording is that um, 
I don't want people to confuse this as kind of a, a natural evolution of the way that people like uh, Paul Bissonnette represent himself, right? Just because he's kind of a happy-go-lucky guy that uh, is, let's just say, sex positive, that talks about, you know, his, his stories, but in, in, in a light that... You know, it's it's at least from my perspective, it's never been degrading. He's not sitting there shitting on the women that he's been with. He's he's more usually talking about it in a self-deprecating sense of uh, you know X Y or Z way in which he fucked up or something along those lines, right? But he's he's, he's trying to get the guys going. He's he's having a laugh and they're all having fun about kind of a positive experience as opposed to just this the hateful bullshit. And I think it it just really bugs me to see guys like Biz Nasty or or just hockey players in general get grouped into this this Leipzig stuff because uh it's it's absolutely abhorrent and I think it goes above and beyond what uh I mean anybody I know would ever consider acceptable. So guys, I I think that's going to do it for us. Uh sorry that got a little bit heavy at the end there. Um if if you're still with us, thanks so much for listening. Um yeah, that's uh Ryan, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Maybe you could uh shoot the social media channels a little bit of love. Yeah, guys, like like I said before, let us know your thoughts on this uh, subject. And, and we're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Hockey Minute. You can find us there. You can leave comments. You can also, uh, on Anchor, you can leave us a voicemail if you prefer to go that route as well. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts. Absolutely. All right, guys, thanks for listening. From Ryan and Brandon, we'll catch you next time on The Hockey Minute. We'd like to take a second to thank you, the listener, for joining us. And a big thanks goes to our writers and production team, Jules, Mark, and Matt. We couldn't do this without you. That's going to do it for us. This is Brandon and Ryan. We'll talk to you next time on The Hockey Minute.